New wave, new week, new episode. This is your girl, Amazing J. And I am Spud. And you're listening to Culture and Things, the podcast. So sit down, relax, and turn it up, because we got shit to talk about. Skirt! All right. That's what you say. Little trip on the beat. So you know what that means. Welcome to another episode of Culture and Things, the podcast. I am your boy, Spud. And I'm Amazing Jay. And this week we're going to be talking about black culture being under attack as a whole. Oh, good topic. Yeah, so that's going to be later on in the episodes. Well, first, Bad Boys 3 came out this yes. past weekend. We it went did. to go see it. Um, It was amazing to me. It was more action, I felt like, than the... I don't know. I, it was really good. I, was, I didn't know how it would be because they're older now. Mm-hmm. but they i thought they did an amazing job and please go see it and i like that at the end they love that segue right. for a four yeah if possible i heard they blew the box, the box office. office out of the water and i was excited because we did do the marathon so it'll be fresh you didn't if, even need to though i mean you don't need to but i feel like it's best to do it so you get a, a feeling of what the movie was like part one and two so that way when part three come around you know the dynamic right you know the dynamic of their yeah. of their partnership and i felt like they did bring that in part three so that was a good thing that we did do that because and it was it was like a like a build-up like it was a good storyline like they kept it going right like it wasn't any missing you know how sometimes in a movie like they skip and you're like well how we get to hear from there right. like it was a great like just constant segues of getting to the next step the last time i checked it may be more than this now but they broke records with the huge 68 million weekend no nah, it was more than that because I, I think it was like in the hundreds like, well the one i seen was like 70 so it might be more than more than that hey shout out to them that man. was on sunday so yeah. i'm pretty sure on monday they got the official numbers but shout out to will smith martin lawrence bad boys three it was really good i don't want to say anything to spoil it for folks who haven't seen it nah, yet. if you ain't seen it by the time it's airing, you, you need to do something But I like I like little things, like they brought back like Reggie. Like right. that was hilarious, like seeing his face. and So yeah, kudos. You do like lose a lot of people. Well, one person you really lose is the captain. I wasn't expecting them to take them out, take Yo, him out like that. I was like, that kind of hurt my feelings a little bit. Fuck. Hey, listen, first off, and that's what I really liked about this because a lot of characters was dying. Like a lot of good guys was dying in this one and getting shot. Like they really turned it up in this one. So it's a definitely a bunch of, I can't believe that happened in this movie. So I was excited about seeing that. I, I will go see it again, but I don't do the movie thing twice. I did it before. I'm finna say we definitely did it before. Yeah, but it's really good. Yeah. Also, for you insecure fans, mm-hmm. season four will premiere April 12th. So excited! Jay Ellis, who plays Lawrence, posted on his Instagram a picture of him, Issa, and Yvonne, who plays Molly. Don't judge us, but we just caught up on season three last night, and it was crazy because I thought it was like 
last year when it came out. Yeah, it it's came been, out. It's been September a whole, of 2018. Yeah. But I'm excited that Lawrence is back because I know the beginning of season three and a lot of season two, I think he wasn't really in it that right. much. So everybody was like, where is Lawrence? Um, but they're kind of bringing him back, but they're not making it to where they do that breakup to makeup type stuff like nah it's kind of like you get his storyline too like where he's going mm-hmm. so i'm excited to see how that goes i'm excited to see how her and this new love interest goes how molly and her new love interest goes like they're doing a whole different dynamic they never did it to where the guys that Issa and molly are dating are somehow connected and now they're connected because they're roommates right and so I, that's going to be interesting to see how that works i thought that was going to be weird too because i'm like well shit when they broke up and dudes start ghosting her i thought they didn't break up though well no not break up but i'm saying he just I, ghosted her. I thought that that dude never stayed there and like the puzzled look on his face when he opened the door for them when they brought whatever them was in that box that food that was in the box yeah i was like man they got a whole another family and she finna discover that shit so i'm glad it I, i'm glad it didn't take that route because that would have been too predictable so i'm excited to see what happened in houston i'm pretty sure they're gonna reveal that or talk about it yeah talk about his issues and what why he why he does what he does as far as it's like ghosting without having any kind of conversation i guarantee you it's a meal to help episode oh yeah i guarantee you because that's what's been going that's what they've been putting out there lately i'm glad that they talking about it it's just i hate when episodes start getting like too involved politically in. correct yeah it's, it's just that's what happened on, the, on orange is the new black like they start playing well with of, orange is the new black they did too much like they t- tried yeah. to cram so many different issues into one season i think it's good to shed light on situations like mental health police brutality and and shows that we watch to make it more realistic but i don't like when they trying to shove it down your throat too much where the whole it's like every episode we're gonna talk on a different t- topic because it just loses this natural feel of the yeah it just it just seems forced itself. after that right but i don't think this will happen with um with insecure and reason i say that Issa is like she like mentally you know she like knows what's really going on i don't think she'll mm-hmm. have an issue with if she goes that way trying to shove it down our throat i think um, hey we'll see april 12th april 12th so. yeah so i'm super excited to see how that goes man so much has happened also over the weekend we watched the aaron hernandez documentary on netflix very interesting to watch only because i wasn't really in the story when it came out right like i knew a little bit about it but i wasn't really involved or invested in it so me seeing this documentary was my kind of like getting the whole thing it was very interesting to watch i don't know how i feel about that gay narrative they were pushing only reason is because we're going off a rumor like there's no hard evidence or facts to make this correct and he's not here to defend it and of course his family can't defend it because from what they know he wasn't so like that high school friend i mean but they said it was somebody in the jail too so yeah but they didn't talk to him they just showed they showed a picture of him but they didn't talk to him only one the high school quarterback Mm. who said that they had moments I mean, hell, we and, and that's why it's just like with those, I, you like you said, you can't really believe it or not believe it because the person who they talking about not here. And then with the disease um, that they were talking about that he had. Oh, I, CTE. Yeah, I, I, I believe that he had it. Maybe it played a factor. I don't know as to why he did the things he did. I just didn't understand it. Like you were on top of the world, you know. Yeah, they showed his brain and compared to the 27-year-old normal brain versus. 
versus it brain so it was definitely something wrong but dude had angry issues there's no way around it he had angry issues it started as as a teenager to where they talked about oh something happened when he was a teenager they swept it under the rug and then as time progressed it happened again and the fact that the patriots which i'm i'm not even surprised that the patriots would even do it but they gave him that apartment that secret apartment he had two different lives you know he had the big mansion in the suburbs and then he had this fucking trap house apartment and you know just it, it just didn't look like a 40 million dollar man stayed in this apartment and i just feel like the patriots pretty much en enabled him i mean it's all about accountability he brought those actions on himself but when he did ask to be moved they kind of like downplayed it and what well, did come out according to tmz that odin lloyd which is the uh the first case that got him yeah the first right. guy that um he was accused of killing his family was not happy with the documentary they were blindsided by it and they they i guess they don't want the story to be told they said they had been approached multiple times by different Mm -hmm. people in different networks to do something and they uh, they always said no and they weren't involved in a documentary oh, they did just so show they like news they show like news right. clippings and all that stuff like news shots yeah they they weren't happy with the documentary sometimes i feel like maybe they just feel like it's not our story to tell but it was about aaron just unfortunately mr lloyd is in it because he because killed him that's what right that's and why he to this day i guess we'll never know why the motive wise it's like a whole lot of speculation like he saw him a homosexual act i don't know we don't know we don't know and what i, I do want to know. know is who shot the dude in the face because remember he said he was in a back seat and he opened up his eyes when he woke up aaron was pointing a gun at him and then shot but you survived and the bullet and blood was outside in the parking lot yeah, that's how he got off that second case. Right. So I want to know exactly that what That main happened. witness was that guy and his story. And even when they asked him who did it, he was like, I don't know, because he wanted to get revenge. Right. So something did happen for him to want to get revenge. We just don't know what. Right. So it was it was definitely a good uh, docuseries. It really opened up light on the story itself is kind of like i didn't know the details it's just i seen it when whenever it was whenever it was reported so it'll be aaron hernandez locked up oh he got to trial on this date he got you know found guilty this how many years you know i don't even think they reported on the second trial at all or i just know they did say that he was facing multiple charges now but I don't think they did too much coverage like they did on the first one. But again, I wasn't that invested. So shout out to Netflix for the great series and bringing awareness of that situation. Um, This year's Grammys, mm -hmm. they're doing a tribute to Nipsey Hussle. Of course. And it will feature Kirk Franklin, DJ Khaled, John Legend, Meek Mill, Roddy Rich, YG, and more. So that will uh be on the 26th of this month, January 26th. Okay. Well, we'll, um, we'll watch it at eight o'clock. That's in a few days. Yeah. So, so the next episode, we'll definitely be talking about that. Oh, speaking of Roddy Rich, 
Uh, he is holding down that number one spot. It came yes. out. And That's a good segue. I have a lot to talk about. Yeah, because the fuck shit that was going on with that, y'all. Listen, I'm glad. And and that, as I say it all the time, once you go viral on the internet with something, it's no beating that. So with Roddy Rich, the song The Box, that's hands down right behind Lil Nas X old town road when it yep. comes to that internet that internet hype once you get that internet hype and people start doing like dances or using it to do like skits and things it's no beating that it's causing so many streams and people hearing it and downloading it it's no beating that and for them to do the shit that they was doing okay so let's give them backstory so um the first person um artist they used to date yeah yeah so roddy was number one with box right his album was also number one exactly and justin bieber went on his instagram and was you know begging people to stream a yummy Dreaming by a yummy right. so he can beat roddy out that Trash. didn't happen that didn't happen so then the next week his ex boo uh selena gomez she made a couple videos and i have them here i will play them for you so here's the first video so one more day just to see if um i can buy as many albums as possible so we are currently going to target and walmart and everywhere and best buy that's right <laughs> <laughs> i like kind of desperate for doing this no, i don't no. care i don't care because this album is so it's rare it's rare it's so rare so basically in that video it's her and three of her friends they're riding around mm-hmm. to all these places to buy out her album to get the sales um and then you hear her say am i desperate doing this hell yes you're desperate desperate if your fans didn't go out and buy the album obviously it's not that good it's not number one worthy so then it's another video where she she puts on our social media now wait a minute before you play that because she's not the first person to do that i don't know if it was trey songs or chris brown but one of them did go out and buy it buy albums but i don't know if they was doing it to boost their sales or just doing it to like sign and give away they didn't go into detail like that is so i do remember it was an artist back in the day that did that and we didn't think nothing of it but i guess now it makes sense why they did that is like it's boosting up that they, out, they right. sales yeah so in her case it is fucked up because you're saying i'm going to buy these to boost the sales so that way we can push the numbers it's kind of fucked up yeah let's go let's play the next video just found out that my album is neck to neck with another incredible artist i told people before that you know, it's not about numbers for me, but I would love for the most important album I've ever released to become number one. So, um, it, if you don't mind streaming it or uh, listening to it on all the platforms, it would mean the absolute world to me. This is, again, something I, I dreamed about for so long. But regardless, I just hope that you guys are enjoying it and that it all, it's something that you all can just enjoy and have. So no worries. Either way, I'm happy. Okay. So the, the, my feelings on this. Um, 
before I talk, Roddy Rich tweets stream rare by Selena, Selena Gomez with the fire emoji behind it. So he did the same thing for Justin. So it's kind of like, I'm, I'm going to help promote it. Yeah. he Because here's the thing, guys. What I don't like about this is let this man shine. Like this is his first album, right? Right. This is his first number one single, right? Mm -hmm. Let him shine. Let him have this moment. Like you are like what? Three, four albums in. Like if you, if your fans didn't get you number one, then accept the fact and, and then, like, for her, like, at least with Justin, no, not giving him any leeway. But at least he said Roddy's name. Right. Like, she's, like, another credible artist. Like, you, you're sitting here, like, playing on people's heartstrings and trying to get the sympathy. Like, oh, this is the best album I ever made. Okay, well, let your fans decide that. Like, I feel like it's really f shitty of you as an artist to shit on another artist who has this number one. You should just tell them congratulations and soak in your own by yourself. Like, don't go to your social media begging people. I, I just don't get it. And if I was a fan of that person and somebody did that, I wouldn't even I wouldn't stream my album for the fact that you did that. So here's my thing. If so, how does that work? Because Justin was two, so who the hell is she neck and neck with? Well, this is another week. Oh, got so you. he was still holding it. You know, they do it. I think weekly. Oh, they, okay, it got you. It can change. Okay, got you. Um, how long you hold it? Okay. It could change day to day. Yeah, I I'm think. like, how would that work? If Justin, I think she. Let me. So look it up real quick. so she beat justin and was neck and neck with roddy rich either way it goes i feel like that's some fuck shit for y'all to be like oh i'm finna go do this and download this to tell your fans like no you put the music out i guarantee like it's good to promote it now i feel like if she bought it and signed all the copies that she that she had and gave it away that's still that's cool for marketing but the fact that you're literally going to buy it to boost your sales to try to beat out somebody that's whack because at the end of the day you can't beat what the internet holds well as of this week and today is uh january 21st roddy is still number one and yummy is still number two and post malone circles is number three uh, this is just i guess singles she number 10 for singles but not album yeah not album okay and then last week, looks like Roddy was still number one. Of course. It's, it's no beating that. Listen, once it's on the internet and it, it blows up because of the internet, it's no beating that. It's, it's no coming above that. All you can do is sit and let it die down. Because, like, look at Old Town Road. Old Town Road blew up on the internet. It broke fucking mariah carey's number one that's and she didn't her. bitch him on about it she congratulated him i mean she threw a little shade but i mean at the end of the day she still gave him his props now lil nas x holds that number one spot like it's simple as that the internet has decided the box is going to be number one for a little minute until we get a new banger first it was old town road that was blowing up on the internet now it's the box everybody and what i don't like about the internet it was a white guy singing this song and he said every nigga 
in this in the chorus and i was just like that's exactly why that girl was is it america what's her name that was singing that fuji song yeah she, she sing- uh jane from jane the virgin yeah she was, her name. she was singing that fuji song and said the word nigga and she fucking went and apologized for it like no stop letting these people bully y'all into apologizing you were singing the song it got nigga in it so you said it so at the end of the day nobody got on this white dude head about saying the word nigga and he said it multiple times gina rodriguez I'm like, that's exactly why she shouldn't apologize because you didn't say it out of anger, hatred, or nothing. You were simply reciting a song. And now I will say the the etchy part was after she said it, she kind of like looked over and laughed about it. Like, you know, you said it. And I just, I feel like when people say, like when other races say the word nigga, it's they after effect that kind of let me know if it was from like a racist state or not because it's like if you say the word nigga and you just like look uncomfortable at the saying it you shouldn't be saying it now her with the laughing maybe it was just the fact that she said it on live but again i don't see a problem with her saying it because y'all niggas let takashi say nigga 27 times a song so stop being so sensitive Okay, in the other famous people news, Quavo, it was Paris Fashion Week, right. so this past week, uh-huh. um, and Quavo was ready to put the paws on somebody. Um, we don't know any details of who. Because he couldn't get in the party. It was a security guard. He couldn't. So let me get a backstory. Uh-huh. So apparently um, he went to the show to support Offset. So Offset had a new clothing line that they uh, showed at Fashion Week. Um, so he went to support Offset. Oh, um, that explains that. And when tweet. he was reportedly stopped, where he was reportedly stopped at the entrance, Offset wasn't was gone by the time Quavo arrived. And according to TMZ, because they they always there, the security guard didn't realize it was Quavo at first until one of the, of Beyonce's the Less Twins dancers, that's the twins that always dance on her on stage, stepped in and let security know who it was. Shit, he tried to swing on them too. Once uh, Quavo was finally in, he was upset and ready to put the paws on someone. According to a witness, he apparently threw a punch at one of the staffers and allegedly at the dancer who tried to help him. One it, of the twins. It wasn't no allegedly. It's on no video. No cops were called, um, and Quavo didn't say, stay too long. Quavo was pissed off. Uh, they ain't let him in. I mean, it's a lot of niggas that look like Quavo, so they probably thought it was a. Uh, let that be a reality check of it don't matter how big you is it's somebody that know don't know who the fuck you are it's simple as that i feel like he got upset because he's like yo i'm quavo and it's like who? okay great yeah like okay great uh you need to wait until we get clearance like as simple as that like i hate when celebrities get that whole do you know who i am like <laughs> you remember back in the day where gorilla zoe had that domestic dispute in Miami, and he hit that. The girl. You, yeah, you know. I think he, it was his baby mama girlfriend or something. He hit that, you know who I am? It's like, no. I'm getting these handcuffs, though, brother. <laughs> so it's just, hey, it's, it's going to always, because everybody not a fan of certain things. So you, you can't get in an outrage because somebody don't know who you is. Just, hey, let them people do their job. Let them get your clearance, and then go on from there. So hopefully... They ain't trying to sue because now that they know who he is, Quavo. Chill out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so. um, speaking of beating up the baby, okay. it's Sean. don't do him like that. 
Hey, it was a good segue. Uh, again, TMZ, you know, they obtained video of a security camera at the Beverly at a Beverly Hills hotel, which allegedly shows an incident with the hotel worker who apparently followed the rapper outside the lobby to get a picture. What so, is that him in the tan right there? This baby standing uh, allegedly, allegedly, this is baby standing over him. He pushed him in a chair and standing over him. What um, are you saying allegedly for? It's him. Allegedly. It's not allegedly. I just looked this man dead in his face. So the baby took to his Instagram and explained um, why he was seen putting hands on the hotel. So you can employee. throw out any allegedly. He, <laughs> he just spoke on it. So he goes to say. That hotel worker you see me pushing came up to me outside the hotel and asked, could he record a video of me while I was holding my two-year-old daughter? I calmly and respectfully t- said no and explained to him that him posting a video of me at the time would compromise the safety of me and my child by letting social media know where we were staying. I then handed my daughter off to her uncle and walked over to him as he was typing his caption on the video of me and my child, not knowing that I saw him record it and that I was over his shoulder watching him type the caption. I told him to delete the video immediately and take his bitch ass back to the hotel and do his job since he wasn't capable of being professional enough to abide by company policy which doing his job outside of the hotel. Upon entering the hotel, I made him sit down and understand the fact that no video is worth the safety of my child being compromised, especially after politely explaining to him the reasoning behind me saying no. Not to mention the fact that he's at work and his job is to valet park cars, not record customers and violate their privacy. I'm 100% sure is against employee policy at the hotel. Being a celebrity and being liked by the public is cool and all, but I'm a father first before anything. And my number one priority is providing and, and protecting the interests of my child. And anybody that don't respect that, I don't want your respect. Hey. Facts. I 100% agree. If he asked you not to record it and the fact you sneaked and did it anyway, what you ask him for if you was going to do it anyway? Right. Then for him to see you writing a caption, just like, damn, I just told you not to do that. That's just like what Ed Sheeran said. Like, it's like people don't respect the fact that I am still a person outside of this celebrity status. If and I have my child with me. Like, yeah. I don't want her on your video. Like, how you like? Have you even do you even post pictures of his child? Like, how you know that these people don't want to keep these? People I think he secret? posts a little bit, uh, like of him and his kid. But yeah, the fact that he said, "Hey, I," it ain't like he wouldn't have took a picture with you. It's just, hey, don't record me and my child right now because I don't want to. I don't want people to know where I'm at. You should re- respect that. Simple as that. Like, hey, he should, well, I guess I, I can't. I can't say he should have punched him, but he he did what he did. Like, yo, I told you not to record that. Let it go. Like now, you finna get fired because I'm pretty sure, like you said, that's a violation of, of of privacy. So you're going to be fired because you wanted to take this fucking video. It's stupid. But speaking of hotels, I've been waiting to talk about this a few years ago. The girl Kanika from Chicago who died in a hotel. Yep. MTV did a a true crimes episode about that. Really? Yes. So that aired back on the eighth of January. Um so I've been waiting to talk about it because the girl Irene and Monifa well Irene went on live first because Monifa made a status about it and Irene was just like, I'm sick and tired of y'all bringing up my name in, in this case because again Yes, I had the party, but I'm not the one who was responsible for her that night. 
she came with Monifa and her friends. The live video that's circulating the internet's like 40 minutes long. I highlighted some of the important parts that she actually spoke about because she's been having issues with, you know, being recognized from the story. So she was saying in the recordings you'll hear, she can't work in Chicago anymore because people recognize her and that's having a, an effect on her life because she don't know if people are asking about her just to ask about it because they seen her in a video or, you know, if they trying to harm her. So it explains it in these clippings. So first clip. So what they were saying was um, Irene said that she told her to lay down to sleep her drunk off and the girl Monifa woke her up so they can leave, but they got dropped off there. She's saying that they don't know how to drive, so how can y'all be ready to leave? But they went into the hallway and all of them came back in and left Kanika outside the door, but they came back in to get her phone and stuff. And they was just saying, why does it take all y'all to come in and get her stuff and left her outside? Yeah, that, that doesn't make sense to me. It don't take multiple people to grab one item. Yeah, so here's some more clippings. Who is this? This is still Irene. Okay. I, I, like, she went into detail on this live, so I got a few clippings. Ain't shit to talk about, ain't shit to explain. So why the fuck is MTV on this bitch? Some ass some Irene Roberts, Irene Roberts. That's my point. What the fuck I got to do with anything? Don't keep bringing my name up or saying my name. Don't, don't. Keep saying my name and woo woo this and woo woo that. I get on her shit. 
Sarah, big gap ass. Uh, the bitch, come on out. And if it wasn't for you, she'll still be here. If it wasn't me, how? All I did was have a party. It was for Monifa. If it wasn't for Monifa, she's gonna stand ten toes down, be her friend, and because if Monifa would have rolled me on my son, I'm carrying her on my back. On my son. On my son, I'm carrying her drunk on my back, and I would have said, fuck her phone. We finna go. I'll refind it. So that's the uh, video where I was saying how they came in to get all our stuff, and it, it was so much. I got so much. Stay talking about movies and all that. Kanika never told me about no movies. Bro, if Kanika wants to go to the movie, I bet you believe she would get at that motherfucking movie. What she come to, where she wanted to be. What is you talking about? Y'all sound stupid. Y'all sound stupid. So who waited hours to call her OG? They had her mama car. They called her mama. They called her mama. And Monique was telling Brie not to call her mama. Why? Why don't call her mama? Just like Mama Teresa heard you saying, F her going on door, that's why she told y'all to bring her car, because at first she was telling y'all, don't leave her baby. For, y'all keep saying, let me tell y'all something. Monifa was never my friend. First of all. Let me put that in clear. I never, Monifa was not invited to my party. That's another thing. That's another motherfucking thing. She could tell y'all that herself. She was not invited to my party. So stop saying that. All that, oh, oh, she wrong. I did my part as a friend. I told her to lay down. And I also, matter of fact, speaking of the party, I told them not to get her no more liquor. Then they did. And they did. I did everything in my power. I even told her to lay down and go to sleep to drink the slush to sleep the drunk off. And the motherfucker woke her up to mess and they finna go home. Because she too loose. And you heard that part of them laugh too. Fuck all that other rah 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 ass shit. I ain't trying to hear. And if any motherfucker feel like they want to get into it, we can get into it. We can get into it. You sit on that. They came in. Yeah. Tell them in that shit. Tell them motherfucker. At the end of the day, all you trying to do is live your motherfucker. All right. I'm trying to get my life back how it was. All this other shit. I'm not trying to hear about that. Stop pointing the finger and asking me questions about shit. Putting me out here in the street. I can't live my fucking life. I can't walk out the fucking door or. Do shit without me knowing if this person want to kill me or this person want to know if I'm actually Irene. I'm tired of fucking asking or wondering those questions. Fuck, I don't have shit to do with shit. I don't know shit about shit. And Tiara, when I see you, I'm beating your ass. I'm going to keep saying it. I'm going to keep saying it. Y'all keep putting my name in. I can't live my life how I want to live it. Fuck, because y'all, 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 yes. And then... Now, with that one, apparently the girl Kanika and Monifa, they go to parties all the time, which later on uh, that'll be talked about through Monifa. I feel like Irene went into detail and you will hear the difference between Irene's explaining it and Monifa explaining it because Monifa, it was just like what the fuck you gonna lie for it was a waste of time you're not doing nothing but proving her point so it's more clips of irene coming up and then you'll hear uh monifa side of the story afterwards this is wild we should have came together as one fuck up out of here you can't be cool cordial or try to be sad for kanika and we all be friends
friends again. A motherfucker can't even look at you in your eye. Fuck. She told me to nail something. You can't. So how the fuck is I supposed to be? And I'm not pointing fingers. I'm not pointing fingers because I can't say what a motherfucker did. Because you right. Y'all is right. We all was in the wrong. We was. Because a real friend go make sure they friend get home safe. You feel me? But I'm thinking my friend was safe in her other friend's hands. So therefore, right. We right. We all was in the wrong. At that point, been time. Because I should have been a friend. It was like, let me get the fuck up and go walk you downstairs. You feel me? But I'm thinking like, okay, her friends got her. You feel me? That's what, ain't nobody drunk. Yeah, my fuck, she drunk. And they slight. I don't know what the fuck. Ain't nobody drunk. So I'm thinking, okay, she's safe. That's what she's safe. That's why she's safe at. I hear her over. So that was them explaining that, you know, they came and left with who she with Monifa. And okay, so let me get the backstory. Uh-huh. So what's her name? Irene. Um, no, the the young lady that died. Oh, Kanika. So Kanika came with Monifa. Right. And whose party was it? It was Irene's party for her birthday. She said I didn't even want to have a party, but Kanika was saying that you know this is. I guess I think she was turning twenty one. So Monifa is Kanika's and Irene's mutual friend. No. Kanika is the mutual friend between Monifa and Irene. Irene don't even like Monifa, and that's what she explained in the video. Okay. She said Monifa wasn't even invited because I don't like her. She only came because Kanika came. I don't know. It's it's kind of hard to say whether they cool or not because in the video she actually gives the phone to Monifa in the video, like the recording. So it's like one of those we ain't cool, but out of respect of my friend Kanika, y'all friends, you know. I'll I I kind of feel like maybe they were associates before, and then once this happened, it just they ain't friends. Well, no, she literally said that I don't like this person. She wasn't invited. So, but in the video, like I said, they was acting cordial, is what I'll call it. It is it's the better word for it. They was she was being cordial in the video. It's like okay, I don't like you, but it's my birthday. You friends with her? I'm not going you know what I'm saying make a scene or anything i'm at cordial and that's what they did but the case of the matter is she threw the party kanika showed up with monifa and him so when it was time to go monifa woke kanika up for them to leave and then everybody who left with that party came in and left kanika in the hallway to get her phone and stuff and she'll explain it more in in the video like that's what i said like irene's video was like legit running down what happened that night to to clear her name because everybody's pointing the finger at irene saying irene has something to do with it that she was the person that set her up and all this extra shit it's simply not the case she's just basically saying listen i had a party i thought that once my friend left with who she came with she'd be all right and that wasn't the case you know, in an unfortunate event, this is what happened. And there's so much behind this story. Like, I got so much after this to talk about, too. Play another video. And then it turned out the 
So this is Monifa's responding, and with Monifa responds, it was just a, a waste a waste of time responding. Like, but I get you wanna you know chime in on the situation. So this is Monifa, uh, the clips that I have of Monifa too. So hers, I forgot how long hers was because it was boring. She didn't really go into detail about nothing. She legit repeated herself the whole time. So here's Monifa. side of the story which basically ain't do shit but in my opinion but just green light everything I really said like you you came with her you was responsible for her once she left and at the end of the day the negligence led to her death so it was I don't, I don't know it was a lot a lot of conspiracies around it and because that one youtube video that i watched that was saying oh it was um organ trafficking or some shit like that it it was it was a lot like some dude report was talking about it and he ended up getting killed on the internet well not on the internet but whoa not on the internet but he ended up getting killed but he was a popular YouTube person. And his YouTube actually got shut down right before the MTV show aired out. Like, he was re- reporting a lot of stuff in Chicago. I was looking to see because I want to watch this episode. And- yeah, so that is that update as far as that whole Kanika Johnson situation. I think her last name is Johnson. 
but Jenkins Jenkins yeah but yeah I'm gonna definitely watch the episode just to see what MTV's saying about it but yeah I just felt like a lot was pushed on the girl Irene because it was her live video and she basically clearing the air like hey I didn't have nothing to do with things and I want my life to be normal basically and people from Chicago was like yeah I actually believe what she's saying and it it uh, it does make sense you have the proof you know so ooh. That's a lot. I know, right? We didn't even get in the topic of the I know. day. Oh, we almost had an hour. So, I mean, I, but that's what I said. I said once we start doing once a week episodes, it's gonna be way longer than an hour because we're talking about everything that happened. So when we first started, like the first five episodes, we was recording like every other day. So we was literally talking about stuff that happened between recordings because we wanted to record 10 episodes for the launch so this is only episode six but we didn't record all last week so now we're covering everything and we didn't even get into sports like so much has happened in sports like man yeah so let's talk about it it's just gonna be a long episode fuck it you know so i don't even know where to start because I'm so disappointed in the Rockets and James Harden. Also, guys, uh, before we get into topic of sports, the impeachment trial starts today. Let's see how that goes, if they're going to impeach Trump or not. So, I, Did we talk about Boosie and Zimmerman on here? I don't think we talked about that in the last episode. We need a, just a so, Boosie segment. Like, <laughs> he is out of control. Listen, that's going to be on the next episode about Boosie and George Zimmerman. Let's just so, start the Boosie segment next episode. Like, every episode, we just have a Boosie like segment. Like, we legit. He's Ever since that, it's just like, Boosie is an entertainment person. So, we'll get into sports. So, uh, sports-wise, mm-hmm. Anthony Davis has a Ruffles chip. It's called Lime and Jalapeno. Sounds disgusting. That has launched... Ruffles do a lot of things with the NBA because they on 2K, too, as well. It sound good at all. Lime and jalapeno, all the flavors you can mix. I know, right? So my man D-Wade, I mean, not D-Wade, D-Rose has been uh, on a tear, scoring 20-plus points a game. Didn't you say they was the Sixers and the Lakers? Yeah, um, the Sixers and the Lakers are potentially looking to trade for Wade. Um, Wade, you got me saying Wade, <laughs> for Rose. I don't know uh, what he would if he if they even want to trade him because he's been doing his thing yeah. in Detroit, right? He's in Detroit. Yeah, he's in the Detroit. Pistons. But I don't know who the Lakers would trade. I think it would be dumb for him for them to trade Kuzma. I know it was rumors that they was talking about trading Kuzma and he been acting up ever since. Um, especially in that last game he had against the Rockets. He was showing his thing. Not so much yesterday though, because they did lose badly to the Celtics. But that Rockets game where the Lakers was down the whole game, Kuzma stepped in and helped a lot. Um so hopefully they don't trade him. That would be really dumb on their end. Not saying that he's better than Rose, but Kuzma being that young player, right? You definitely want to. You want to keep. You want to keep him and build him up. But I don't know who they would trade. They do have. I don't know what their trading power is or who. It hasn't been said who they're potentially looking to trade, but it did say that the Lakers and the 76ers were in, interested in Rose. So we'll see how that goes. Also in sports, yesterday, Portland played the Warriors, and it went into overtime. Really? Portland won, but kudos to Dame Dollars. Man, he had a whopping 61 points in that game. Really? Um, Career high. So, yeah, he went 11 for 20 from the three-point line. 
Okay. Range and drop 61 points. Trailblazers come back. OT win over the Warriors. What about my man Melo? They were losing the entire game. Yeah, and they came back. Um, I don't know what Melo did. What? This is about Dame. Um, <laughs> so everybody know the Uno meme going around. So Bleacher Report posted a meme and said, help Dame score or draw 25. And it says Blazer teammates. And <laughs> Five Uno cards in his head. Obviously, they weren't there to help him out at all. Um, I mean, he helped a little bit, but for him to have 65 points, that's a lot of work that you had to do on your own. Uh, let me see if I can get the score for you guys really quick. Is that for the Portland and Golden State? Yeah. I wonder how that worked. Like, I, I don't know if that's a good or bad thing because they don't have anybody right now that's, like, starting off except for Russell, right? So the score was uh one twenty nine to one twenty four. Really? Yeah, and he had fifty four points. He hits wild three to tie at one thirteen and send the game. So he had fifty four points before overtime. In case that Curry couldn't believe Lillard dropped sixty one on this squad tonight. He is actually supposed to come back in March. Oh, okay. So Draymond without the super team, he averages eight point six points. 5.6 assists, and he's 38.7 at the uh, field goal. That's his field goal percentage. Mm-hmm. And 27.2 at three-point line. He was getting all his numbers because all he would do majority is pass the ball to Steph and Clay. They get right. the ball, he get all them assists. That's yeah. sad, man, because, like, at this point, if the numbers went down because you're missing these people, that means y'all roster is trash right now. That I mean, man, listen, I, Golden State's not making it this year. Just like the Patriots didn't make it to the Super Bowl. Shout out to it's the It's not Chiefs. that year, and it's, it's – and that's – the I am. I am fine with that. <laughs> Only reason that, you know, you're tired of seeing the same teams. I'm excited to see different teams go up this year. Um – and see what's going on. You were talking about your trash Rockets, right? Uh, they definitely lost against the Thunder last night so, in Houston. Listen, because with that game, James Harden was one for seventeen from the three point, and line he kept that taking game. them. That's the issue. He kept taking them. Not only was he one for seventeen, they blew a seventeen point lead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna bring that up. They was winning. Same thing they did with the Lakers. I don't know what this coach is saying when they go back there for halftime. When they come back for that third and fourth quarter, it's a totally different team. Like, they shoot out at that first and second quarter killing shit because they was killing the Lakers the whole entire game, and Lakers came back, and that was without AD. Yeah, so that was – I was mad, man. I was like, damn, a 17-point lead, and and then one for 17 from the three-point line. It's like – why do he have this free range of motion after you won from 10? Because I'm pretty sure you had to go on a, a certain streak of missing from the free, from the three-point line. Why would you continue to allow this as a coach? So I wouldn't be surprised if that coach is fired. He should have been fired. Um, but James Harden, speaking of which, has moved up to number 18 on the free throws made list. Of course, why would he? He has... <laughs> 6,036 free throws made, beating out David David Robinson, which was 6,035. And in front of him at 17 is Wilt Chamberlain at 6,057. So he'll definitely move up. Yeah, because he, he practiced in free throws at practice. He ain't practicing in three-pointers, obviously. And speaking of three-pointers, because I'm glad you said that, he actually moved up in the list of – Three-pointers made. So he's now at number seven. Three-pointers made with 2,221. 
beating out Jamal Crawford, which was at 2,220. Now, who do you think is at the number one of this three-pointer list? Curry. No, Curry is actually number three with 2,492. So, number one is my main man, Ray Allen. With 2,973 three-pointers made. And then number two, Reggie Miller, 2,560 made. Curry is on their ass, though. So, because Curry got, two, like I said, he got 2,492. So, Curry most definitely will be number one before the end of his career. Uh, probably next season. Because it's not like it's that many off. So, Probably within the next two seasons, he'll definitely be uh, number one on that list. And I'm here for it. Man, my poor Lakers. They did their thing in Houston. They did not do their thing. I think they were in Boston. Yeah, they were in Boston last night. Got destroyed. 139 to 107. Really? Jason Tatum had 27 points, three assists, five rebounds. JaVale McGee had 18 points and five rebounds. Apparently, it was a big deal because Kimba Walker has never beat LeBron. He was like 0-28 and 28 against LeBron, and he finally beat him. They, like, briefly put him with a trophy, and I'm like, calm down, guys. It's just one game. <laughs> um, but he walked away with 20 points, grabbing his first career win against LeBron James in their 29th matchup. Really? So, uh, and apparently Jalen Brown dunked on LeBron. So, really? you know, that's a thing. Hey, I, hey so, listen, every Celtics is going to dunk. Because first it was Jason Taylor, now Jalen Brown. Gets yeah, that, that is definitely, it ain't even the Lakers that got the rival. It's whatever team LeBron on, the Celtics. I feel like they make this rival thing all because of that playoff run where Jason did dunk on LeBron, even though they took him out. Um, but they definitely destroy their ass so obviously you know they are not invincible um they're still number one i believe in the conference but they're not invincible um and they got that ass beat uh last night also 76ers beat the nets 117 to 111 uh ben simmons had 34 points 12 assists and 12 rebounds and spinster d whittle if i said that correctly had 22 points seven assists and five rebounds i will say this now online uh 76 is out oh yeah apologies because i thought y'all was gonna be trash yeah without Embiid, and y'all been killing shit so kudos to y'all i i I haven't watched our games i don't know why y'all games is so boring to me but because you're a hater i'm not a hater um but kudos to you guys i am not ashamed to say when i am wrong i was wrong i thought y'all was gonna get trashed and y'all have been (laughs) killing shit so kudos to y'all for keeping it up and coming without Embiid. Speaking of kudos, the Heat, they actually are on a pretty good run when it comes to home games. Like, like third, right? When it comes to home games, they actually been like 18 wins to one loss at home. So they are doing their thing. My man Luca. Luca actually been the youngest player in NBA history to record a triple double with 15 plus rebounds and 15 plus assists. So youngest player in NBA history to record a triple double with 17 plus assists. So Luca actually had 25 points, 15 rebounds, 17 assists that game. So listen, he's here to play. Hey, I like the dynamic of the NBA right now. We're going to get different teams in the playoff, different teams in the finals. It's going to be so dope. Like looking at the standings right now in the Eastern Conference, the Bucks are number one mm-hmm. um, with a 39 and six record. Okay. The Heat is number two 
with a 30 and 13 record. Mm -hmm. uh, Raptors are number three with a 29 and 14 record. And Celtics are number four with a 28 and 14. And then the 76ers are fifth in the um, conference with a 29 and 16 record. So we got um, some different people. Is Atlanta still number one? Number, I mean, not number one, but the last on that They list? are. The Hawks are 15th with a 10 and 34 record um <sighs> and the Cavs are right behind them they are number 14 they have they are at 12 and 32 hey shout out to the Knicks because the the one that I had the Knicks was uh, well they 13 right. but they have the same record 12 and 32 so they uh, are like neck and neck with the Cavs okay, I mean second you. to last when you go to the Western wild, wild Conference West. um you got the Lakers number one uh 34 and 9 mm-hmm the Nuggets are number two with 30 and 13. Jazz are number three with 30 and 13. Ooh, Clippers are number four with 30 and 13. So that's going to be an interesting back and forth with them three teams. Hey, listen, when, well, I guess. Let me finish. Uh, Mavericks are number five with 27 and 15. Um, And then the last in that conference would be the Warriors. They're 10 and 35. And then right above them are the Kings. They are 15 and 28. So imagine Clippers being number five at the end of the season. It's literally going to be Clippers versus Lakers. Yeah, they're number four one. right now. Whoo, that's going right? to be intense because I don't want that. Whoever win, if that happened, whoever win that game is gonna win the championship. And it scares me because the Lakers are doing they killing shit, right? Right. Thirty four and nine, like that's a really good record. But it's matchups, right? You think they gonna You think they can beat that? Well, no, nah, because I think they too they too close to nine now to to uh, beat the Warriors. Yeah, because the Warriors went seventy three and nine. Yeah, no, nah, they. I don't think that's gonna happen. But they could match the Bulls' record of seventy-two and ten. I don't see that either. What? It's just so close. But we're in Jan- we're at the end of January, and they they still at they still they lost. one game away though. Right. They can only miss one game until the end of the season. If they want to match the record for the Bulls, I don't. No, see not it. the Bulls. Uh, if they want to match the record for the Golden State Warriors, the 73 and 9, they literally have to go undefeated here on out. But if they want to match the Bulls, then they got a game to lose. I don't know. I don't see it. Maybe next year. I'm scared though, because when the Clippers and Lakers meet up, the Lakers just cannot finish. I don't think they won a game against them this whole season. Really? So if that is the first round. Uh, bruh, that's going to hurt my heart. Like I said, I like the dynamic of the NBA has switched. We're getting different teams up there now. Absolutely. Um, Kudos to the Nuggets for being second. Yeah, they are They um, are really a sleeper team right yeah, now. Yeah, people got, sleep on the Nuggets, and they, they've they been doing their thing. The Jazz as well. The Jazz went really far last year. Um, So kudos to them. I know the Pelicans had some going. They went a little far. Um, That was with AD last year. I don't see them doing that this year. They are 12th with a record of 17 and 27. I don't know. And Trailblazers, they're 10th. They're 19 and 26. So it's definitely a different dynamic. Uh, The Rockets are right under their sixth with the 26 and 16 i do not see them winning a championship at all. They're just not a team that finished. I honestly feel like Westbrook going to the Rockets has brought him down. Really? Yeah. Why you say that? I don't see him playing like he used to play, and I don't know why. Um... Maybe because he's on the team with more stars now, so he's not like you. He was on Thunder. You knew him. You knew. You know your eyes is always on Westbrook when he was on the Thunder. Um, I guess that's a little different now. 
uh, because you're in Houston and you got Harden and you got Tucker and you got all these, but you would think that that dynamic would be further than they are. It's all about matchups, like you say, right? So I don't know if that team really meshes. I don't know how long that team will stay that team or if they'll break that team up. Um, We will see. Kyrie Irving is saying he's going to bring a championship to Brooklyn. We got to play in some games, brother, to do that because you was definitely out there last game. So <laughs> we'll see how that works. But, yeah, NBA is very, you know, it's – it's interesting now, and I'm excited to see how this works out, how this goes. Uh, playoffs, you know, are going to be very interesting, very fun. They got a uh, All Star coming up next week. I mean, I'm sorry, next month. I'm excited to see because the votes are open now, so I'm gonna go in and get my little double tap on to get some voting in. I'm excited about the next episode because we got a, a shit ton more to talk about in sports, but we are already at the hour and 15 mark, so we're gonna go ahead and get into the topic of the day today. I don't know where this is coming from but right now so it actually started with the internet as time progressed black culture as a whole is under fire right now i'm not liking the narrative so what i what started sparked the conversation was i seen a post online where it was two women it was a white woman and a black woman and it said who stand by our brother's side when you have money and the next one under it it was saying who stands by a brother when he's struggling and it's just a white woman and i was just like this is bullshit like that really pissed me off because it was just like how can you say a white woman will stand by my brother side and I assist. It's black women out here now that's putting up with struggling nigga shit and they don't have money. I don't know who made it because of course it came from a page where they post nothing but memes and shit. It wasn't like an actual person who posted. But I just feel like when I see posts like that, it's fake news. Because again, we, we all grew up in a household where the, the dad was struggling or the boyfriend, whoever, was struggling. And, you know, black women as a whole put up with so much of like black dudes bullshit. And then it was just like when the, and when the case kicked off where Patrick Patterson, so he got into it with somebody on Instagram. Patrick Patterson posted a picture of him and his wife. And they were saying that, you know, you know, she's only there because you have money. And Patrick Patterson was saying, saying, true, if I never made it to the NBA, I would have never met her while playing for Toronto. But why does that matter? Love is love. And another guy chimed in and was like, but it's not there bro you grew up loving our women why wait till you get money and even even if you wasn't in the nba worked at walmart in toronto you wouldn't stand a chance bro you just became another statistic i bet she's the only one in her family history to date a black stay woke my guy and he responded by saying so I should settle for a bulldog and act like I'm happy with my life and preach. Keep it in your race to the world as Dr. King didn't fight slash die for equality, acceptance, all cultures, love one another and no hate. No thanks. That may be your life, but I don't want that for mine or my family. Color doesn't matter. Wake up. So obviously his wife is not black. Right, she's white. Okay, it was a way better way to respond to that. So basically what you're saying, all black women are bulldogs? He later went and explained it saying that he didn't 
referred to black women as bulldogs. Yes, he was did. talking about the dude wife in particular saying that he was saying that she's a bulldog, but it didn't come off as that. I mean, I do get that. There are a lot of people who date white women and talk negative about black women were i don't know if it's negative or not but a close friend of mine said that he date white women because black women isn't submissive i don't know who really started that submissive bullshit black women hands down is the most disrespected in america absolutely hands down we take so much shit and then they put out this facade, oh, we're angry all the time. We're ghetto, we're this, we're that. It's just so disrespectful. Like for it to come from a black man like that and you don't see shit wrong with it. And here's the thing, I am not preaching that you need to stay, you need to date in your race. You love who you love, you be with who you wanna be with. That's not my business, that's don't not my drag concern. black women down. Exactly, so if you wanna date a white woman, that's fine, but you don't have to drag a black woman down in the process. Right. Like, you can just easily say i love her for who she is not the color of her skin and let's leave it at that like your mama is black brother your grandmother is black exactly like don't down a black woman and it's the same thing that happened a few i want to say this was a few weeks ago so why are you looking at that just to chime in so with this whole case to be clear so black women as a whole is the the narrative you notice with Tory Lanez when that kicked off how they swapped the dark-skinned girl for the, the lighter-skinned girl granted in that case it wasn't about the race but it does seem to go to where oh we're going to use black women but we're not going to use the dark-skinned black women we're going to use like the light-skinned borderline like you know she's black but she's not dark skinned like i feel like dark skinned women as a whole has it way harder than a light-skinned black woman but it's still they're all under the same umbrella me personally i just feel like dark-skinned women as a whole has it rough like when the fresh prince of Bel-Air, they got rid of the dark-skinned lady for the light-skinned lady my wife and kids they got rid of the dark-skinned claire for the lighter-skinned claire i feel like dark-skinned women as a whole is pretty much like the target of being under attack but of course i'm not taking away from all black women it's just the culture itself like it's so many clips on 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 twitter where these white people and when not just white people but like these white youtubers these white people on tiktok they're really stealing the culture and getting views off of it now granted it's certain shit that i'd be like all right y'all reaching but to see everything like with the whole demarcus situation where <laughs> the little kid demarcus was singing to this girl and that was a whole thing on the internet but then i seen a white version of that and i was just like damn we can't have can't shit have shit like it was just basically a reenactment so on tiktok he uploaded a picture of a of, of black dude with a pick in his hair and this is this is another dude that be on tiktok too of who he was talking about and they was just saying when did it become stylish to wear a, a pick in the head and he reenacted it with having like a i think it was a comb or something in his head but it was just like the, the black dude responded with the whole can i have it back where he was showing all the white people doing 
black hairstyles and then a white girl chimed in and did a reaction to his where she was having all like black women wearing weaves saying can i have it back black women with blonde hair saying can i have it back and it was just like lady first off y'all hair is not the weed that that (laughs) black women be wearing first off and second off my issue is we wear these styles as protective styles of our natural hair Mm-hmm. Um, I love the fact that now it is praised to be natural because growing up it wasn't praised. Like mm-hmm. you had to have your hair permed to have it straight. So because of that, I had to go through that transition phase to get natural and I am natural. Right. Um, but a lot of us wear braids, wear weaves, wear wigs as protective styles to protect our hair. There's absolutely nothing wrong with you wearing braids. I don't even get offended when other races wear braids. My issue now is to the point where, oh, this famous. So, for instance, when Kim Kardashian had the braids, oh, she created that, them boxer braids. What the? No, you can find a picture of my grandma from the fucking 70s and 50s with these braids like this is our hairstyles these are what we do on a day-to-day that's where the issue lies like if you're going to take something from a different culture just pay homage to that culture i feel like that's where the issue comes it's oh well then i'm gonna take from this culture and then i'm gonna take it and make it mine and act as if i created this or this was my idea no bitch you need to pay homage and not to let's clear it up now she's not talking about kim k no i I just use that i understand period yeah because people will say oh she's saying that kim everybody love to bash kim k so let's clear that up now yeah i'm not bashing kim i just use that as an example and i didn't even say that kim said that she created those right the media said that oh she created these box braids or these boxer braids. Right. Me personally. What the fuck are boxer braids? Are they, are they the saying boxers? Yeah. Really? Yeah. They they said she created them. It's a boxer braid. That's not even. It's a French braid. Yeah. Like what? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> but what I'm saying is, it's culture vultures out here, and they don't want to accept the fact that they're culture vultures, and they don't want to give the culture their respect. And I feel like with black people as a whole we're under fire 50 cent put oprah on blast for producing so many uh documentaries about what's going on with like r kelly and then she tried to do she didn't produce that though she she was involved in the michael jackson one. Oh yeah yeah there you go um she helped she hosted like the after of it i don't know what her involvement was in the actual documentary right but they had like an after yeah, surviving word. neverland like right. where they sit and talk she hosted that and which is beyond fucked up and then she was going to be involved with in the one russell simmons russell simmons right. where she has since stepped down from and that's because 50, i feel like if 50 cent would have never said nothing she would have went ahead and did that and i'm pretty sure she kind of found a reason to back out of it rather than admitting that okay. and it's the big deal about oprah is the fact that you hopped on the michael jackson one and then the russell what's his last name russell simmons, russell simmons but your good friend harvey weinstein Mm -hmm. multiple women have came out and they're of all different colors all different races i think the majority of white have came out and said he did all these things if you have not said one word and that motherfucker got an island you know you have not said one word and then hear his ass come out and now now he walking around with this cane to get sympathy when he goes to his trials and shit i hope he rots because he did that shit wait i thought he killed himself 
No, that's somebody else. They're doing a documentary on him too. Oh, okay. Um, that person is somebody else. But Harvey Reinstein, he's a a movie producer, a director. I'm sorry. So, so who's he would, the dude that killed himself recently, and he was facing charges because that's the one that got the island. That guy, um, I actually had that save to talk about. Yeah, I just feel like, and I and I'm not defending R. Kelly or none of that. I just don't like the fact that, um, that was uh. Um, Jeffrey Epstein which they are Lifetime has announced that they are doing a four part documentary um, surviving Jeffrey Epstein so kudos to Lifetime for not being one sided but they are they are because they they only started that because of surviving R. Kelly they wouldn't have did like again R. Kelly isn't the only person that's doing shit but they led off with that because it's going to get views. And my thing is, because it's an ongoing situation, it's getting public. They was like, hey, we're going to go with this. But if it wasn't so much uproar against why y'all only going to get black people, when it's white people that's that's doing the shit, why didn't y'all bringing that into the light? Now, all of a sudden, y'all doing the whole, okay, well, let's talk about this person and let's talk about that person. Well, you can't say all of a sudden because you don't know how long they've been working on this. I don't believe it. I, I think it's good that Lifetime I mean, yeah, switched good. it up and they're talking about other people. I don't disagree with the documentary for R. Kelly. R. Kelly did some foul shit right. and he needs to be accountable for that shit regardless if you black, white, orange, purple or green. But it should not just be only black men under fire for shit. So the backstory on Jeffrey Upstein, he has a history with sex trafficking. He was arrested in 2019 after multiple allegations of sexual assault and trafficking underage girls happened. And then he took his punk ass to jail and hung himself. Now, what state was that? I don't know. Because, and, and this is why I asked, because after that, Aaron Hernandez. So that's why I asked what state was it in? Because maybe that's what he was going after. Because, I mean, what, what else would be the reason for you killing yourself? You can't not want to sit in jail that bad to where you take it. Like, I just feel like, like you said, man, I, the black culture is under fire. Whether it's good or bad that they're showing, I feel like with the whole R. Kelly and uh, Russell Simmons and then with the black woman being attacked, it's as simple as that. We're under fire. We're, you know, people coming in, getting paid off our culture. It, it's sad. Like, it, like with the girl, we just talked about it in the last episode, the Catch Me Outside girl. While, you know, she's leaving social media to take a mental break. And she I, back. Oh. <laughs> so, that didn't last at all. It's just one of those things where, I don't say we, but the internet built her up. She start changing her ways to where she's looking more mixish now people is putting her on the fire just like with kim k kim. uh jeff epstein by the way it was florida it was in florida mm-hmm. oh I don't, I don't know they really i just thought it was that same instance where aaron hernandez where if you die in jail your charges i mean you. this wasn't the first one he was in 2008 he pled guilty for felony charge of solicitation of prostitution involving a minor it was since since the 18 months in prison he served 13 and was granted work release which allowed him to commute to an office outside of jail for six days a week what kind of jail is that maybe that's what takashi doing you know takashi he trying to finish his sentence off at home so sit your ass in jail <laughs> um but back to topic <clears throat> what were you saying oh i was just saying like we're under fire like we're it's more taken away than building and just like i said like with with kim 
she completely changed from the start of Kim K career to Kim K now is a total difference. After that shoot, it was just like, okay, we get it, Kim. Now, granted, her skin could possibly get dark, but not like that. Not like that. Like that was that was pure dark. Like you you were black in that picture. And I just feel like they're making money off of us. Well, hundred percent. Um, and that's been the case before the Kardashians for years. They make the money off of the black culture. They don't want to. They don't want us to make money off of it. But always back in the day when like all these artists would come out, like the Temptations and all this, and they would counteract it with the black version. The I mean, white a white version. version. Yeah to make the song it's just ridiculous like it's just like with elvis elvis motherfucker elvis is the worst and i'm waiting on a documentary on his motherfucking ass because they praise him and he stole music he married what a 12 year old 13 year old Mm -hmm. his wife and it's just like he was a disgusting person and you know what they say oh that was a different time bullshit it don't matter. It's nasty. It's nasty. It's wrong. It's wrong. If it's against the law now, it should have been against the law back then. I don't give a fuck if a parent consented or not. At the end of the day, dig up his flowers and his dirt just like I dug up Michael Jackson dirt. That's This is my view on things. Do you have anything else before we close it out? Nah, I just feel like don't play this narrative of black people are angry and aggressive with all the shit that y'all throw out, especially with social media nowadays. Y'all like to throw rocks and hide your hand and then not expect a motherfucker to say something or retaliate. And then once they do, oh Lord, they're aggressive and you know now i need to call the police you know, keep that same energy and i'm not promoting violence but what i'm saying is don't expect people to lay down for so long and not retaliate on the shit that you say and do you can't keep coming at a community and don't expect them to rise up and when that rise up happen be prepared also this and i'm glad i checked it because i remember i said i had something thing so young jeezy and jenny is it jenny ma jenny may jenny may yeah so of course they're in a relationship they uploaded a picture and somebody had commented and posted it saying i'm proud of you boy and she is beautiful asian and hispanic women have a level of loyalty that black women wouldn't ever understand congratulations the fuck does that mean which is bullshit especially with with our situation like you not only put up with a lot of shit but you've been there with the struggle of me not knowing what i wanted to do when i got older like as far as like career wise everything so i feel like that's bullshit and then of course me watching my mom growing up it's like it's only the people who date outside they race who talk bad on black women. And I don't understand why. My thing is, it's not, if you want to date outside your race, that is your prerogative, but you do not have to downgrade the women of your race to do so. If Jeezy has dated black women, he all his kids are by a black woman or women's. Right. So, women's, women. <laughs> got me got me hot. So, because now he's dating a, a um she is asian, asian. Yeah. now he upgraded the fuck out of here like i don't get that and i don't understand that um because she has said some questionable shit when she would say 
she dated black as an appetizer and her food course was a white man some shit along the lines what? was she she dated black but she wouldn't marry black but here your black here your ass is with a black man she said parading, that? yeah i really? have to get the exact quote but she it was on the lines black man is appetizer and she she didn't say some shit that made you look at her like come on now when you're dating outside your race your preference is your preference i am not here to tell you who you should be with he's not here to tell you who you should be with that's your preference my issue with it is you don't have to downgrade the people of your race if someone say well why are you dating this black this white girl or this hispanic girl or why are you dating this white dude or or whatever all you have to do is like i like this person for this person not they color like it's i just don't understand how you can sit and then you guys group our women into one thing because of one experience exactly. with one person i was just because say of one bad experience you had with the black woman all of them are the same I because of one experience you had that. with a black man all of them are the same it it don't work like that everybody don't have the same mind frame the same mindset maybe you and that person just personalities didn't blend well because it's a lot it's a lot of me it's a lot of memes going around too where the black women are starting to say uh yeah i can keep messing with tyrone i'm gonna get a um and say whatever white name it is and it's always yeah i keep messing with tyrone i'm gonna get a tyler um because it's this out there that black man ain't shit and you know white man gonna treat me better because of why because of your past experience now i will say this growing up i was like (laughs) I'm gonna date a white woman because she got money. Like growing up, we were imaged to believe that all white people was rich. And as I got older, it's like they—that's the dumbest shit. They ain't rich. They they do have an advantage over us, but they they aren't rich. But all white people have an advantage over us just because of how society is, basically. But is that a reason to date them? Like you know, you know, black dudes that date white girls. Mm. Do you feel like? that's why they do that or no you know what i'm saying it's just it's just your preference like it's it's more so about what clicks for you and then a lot of people were saying oh black men don't like dealing with black women because they ain't strong enough like saying the black dude ain't strong enough to handle a black woman but again why are you making it seem like you have to be built a certain way to deal with a black woman you know what I'm saying? Because it's this persona out here that black women, we aren't submissive, right? We we talk back. We don't do what you say do. And that feeds back to an episode we had a while back of this persona of these roles in a relationship. That, yeah. I shouldn't have to bow down to you or do what you tell me to do. It should be a 50-50 d- discussion on what we're doing or what we have going on. You need to treat me as an equal. Right. And that's regardless if you black, Asian, white, it's whatever. Whatever person I'm with, you need to treat me as an equal. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just a fact. And if white women ain't doing that, that's that's their own issue that they need to rally up and get their shit together. That they got this persona that, oh, they're submissive. I don't think y'all realize what submissive is. We can agree, but I don't have to be below you as because I'm a female i'm right. a woman we need to be equal partners in this regardless of what it is so if that's what you're looking for in a woman brother you need to get your shit together because you don't want an adult you want somebody that you can fucking control 
and you got mental issues exactly. that you need to figure out on your own exactly. because that controlling shit can turn into something totally different and that's different like y'all need to understand the difference in that being submissive should not be what you're looking for you should want a partner who is equally as invested in this relationship and y'all future as you are and if you don't have that in a partner you're wasting your fucking time no matter what color they are and that's just the fact on fact with that point blank and period so this whole narrative that we aren't submissive and all that other hell no i'm gonna respect my husband and i'm gonna love my husband and we're gonna have conversations and we're gonna come to an agreement as a unit it ain't no i gotta do what the fuck he say because he's told me to do it because this isn't the first time where i heard of the dom and submissive stuff like i first off that's that's more in like sexual no it's not just sexual because the submissive is actually a sexual is a part of it but it's more it's more to do with just a persona as oh i say this you gotta do this it's like a basically a controller thing where it's like okay you know i'm the dominant person you're the submissive person and when did this start becoming in a relationship thing like when i guess because it moved out of just being sexual or whatever the case may be and it's just it's been a lot of talk of this whole dom submissive type shit it's been in the history books of and i really want to rewatch that movie that that superman movie that's how wonder woman was was created wonder woman was created because she was a submissive person to the couple so it's it's been around for years and but that was still a, a sexual thing that led into that spilled over from sex to the actual relationship because again it was this couple they had a girlfriend who was basically their sex toy you know what i'm saying but it's still about a level of respect you can't just have this person submitting to you and you not respect that person uh, it's it's a it's a lot that goes into it it'll be a conversation for a later date i just feel like we need to change the narrative of the views on black folks that are, as a whole stop putting down black men and women because you want to date outside your race don't don't base your experience and group it to all black men or all black women because you ran into a few where y'all didn't agree but i feel like disagreements come with that lack of communication if you're if you're not communicating with this person then you're not seeing eye to eye on things so if you're communicating and you're still not saying I, I, then that's where you need to make that responsibility, that responsible move of saying, okay, this isn't working out. We got to, you know, split, you know what I'm saying? Stop holding on to shit. So that's, that's just how I feel about that. Let us know on the page at Culture and Things, the podcast, um, you know, we can be reached on Facebook and Instagram. Let us know down in the comments on Facebook if you know you agree or disagree or if you had that experience or you know just just let us know down in the comments folks i am your boy spud and i'm amazing jay and thank you for listening to coaching things the podcast see you again next week we will be talking about what is the next episode so we're gonna we're gonna name it the goat because it's a lot that i want to talk about with that because 
Cardi chimed in and said some stuff that I was like, yo, that's exactly what I've been saying for years. And we'll talk about it in the next episode, guys. Peace. Peace.